0: Welcome back to Senior Tech Tutor, the podcast. We're interviewing all kinds of small business owners who are working on their business during this really unusual time in our history and also pivoting or rethinking how best they can serve their customers in a COVID-19 world. Today's guest is Christy Hoffman, founder and CEO of Task Christy. LLC. Tune in for a great interview. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Senior Tech Tutor, the podcast. Today, my guest is Christy Hoffman, owner of TaskRisti, a concierge service. Uh, Welcome, Christy. I'm looking forward to a really interesting conversation about your business and how you use technology in your business. Welcome. Thanks, Barry. So tell me a little bit about um, how your concierge service runs, your rates, your services. A lot of people don't know what a concierge service really is.
1: That's all more than true, yes. (laughs) I think people all too often think of concierge as the uh, hotel bellhop more than the person who can basically fix all of their stressors. So basically what our company does is being able to go in and take a look at what the things are that are bogging you down, the things you hate to do and always put off, those to-do lists that never get finished. Uh, so we're able to see what those are and who the appropriate person is to complete those tasks. Uh, a lot of times that is myself or my team, but at the same time, we aren't always that right fit. We say that we'll cover or help with anything that is uh, illegal, ethical, and covered by our insurance. And so for the things that are outside of that or that maybe aren't our expertise, we have a whole pocket full of people in our network that we can use to fulfill those uh, fulfill those needs for people, just to be able to take the stress off their plates.
0: So give me an example of something that you were maybe just recently, we certainly live in a different world right this second, but yes. maybe the before the pandemic ideas and now some of the things that you're going to change because of the pandemic. Um I guess people don't exactly understand what they do, what you guys do. So maybe you wanna just tell me exactly, give me an example of something like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Before the pandemic, we were maxed out on hours, completely booked with doing anything from walking people's dogs so that they could work the extra hours or be at those late meetings, go to the gym, meet with their mentors or mentees. Uh, And it kind of shifted anywhere from there to helping tidy up homes. Uh, picking up groceries, getting them put away, unloading the dishwasher, folding laundry, uh, all of the extras in life. Uh, We were coordinating a couple of home renovations and meeting with contractors to coordinate those quotes and all the pieces that people just don't want to or can't take time off work to take care of. Uh, And anything down to even getting homes ready to sell and being able to get those cleaned out, packed up, items taken over the storage units, uh, get them ready for the photos and pre-staging. And so it's we were doing a lot of the hands-on grunt work in homes, in offices, uh, and then in addition to it, doing some side pieces of uh, developing a few smaller websites, managing some social media for some nonprofits that really our hands were in those extra pieces that they couldn't get to themselves. And then, or they didn't have the budget to hire a full blown, um, maybe web design professional and they needed just someone given give them that launching point, uh, or the person.
0: So where do you have time to have a family life?
1: <laughs> You're funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I have uh, I have a five-year-old and a seven-year-old, both very energetic boys. And, uh, my husband is a godsend and he does a great job with them. Uh, plus my mom is pretty local. Uh, She's about two miles from me, so she has a great relationship with kids and takes them about once a week, um, and that seems to help. And obviously, pre-COVID, they were in school during the day, and so most of the stuff is being done during the day. Uh, Since COVID, though, that's obviously a lot different picture. Uh, The boys are home full-time, so I'm trying to homeschool and run the company as well as trying to let my husband work from home in the extra long hours that he's now pulling because he manages a whole team on his own. Uh, so it's, uh, it's definitely created a different time constraint and different restrictions, just from a governmental standpoint.
0: So, yeah. uh, so you're surviving, it sounds like.
1: We are more than surviving. We have, I don't believe in letting things stand in my way. Uh, things are speed bumps, they are not barriers. And so I typically am not the person to have the emotional breakdown as soon as everything turns topsy-turvy. I'm not the person to just kind of roll over and say, oh, we can't do that anymore. That I just, I I don't let that get in my way. It's, I'll have a couple minutes to feel my emotions and then say, all right, let's push forward to find another way around it. Uh, So with COVID, we've just found a way to pivot our services and we've had a lot more of the virtual community reaching out to be able to do some ghostwriting, be able to help with their social media. Uh, We've done so much of the networking and marketing over Facebook and Zoom meetings and meeting so many people I never met before and being able to partner with other companies that they want to be able to be out there. Uh, We did a lot of grocery services and delivery services for the first month or so of COVID. And as part of that, uh, the governor did grant us the waiver as being an essential company. And so we partnered with other companies that want to reach their their communities and can't. So we were able to do deliveries for them to their clients and help to build those connections with their people as well as strengthen the relationships for them. Uh, And just being able to take advantage of whatever opportunity we could to get our name out there, but also be able to help serve the community Plus, we were involved in um, coordinating some of the mask market, um, sorry, mask making effort for uh, the, a lot of the first line responders, and so we were helping to coordinate and be a pickup and drop off spot for the mask makers uh, to be able to get the masks to the police officers and to the hospitals, the senior centers, being able to just help the community during this time. We helped with a uh, a big egg delivery there was an egg farmer who was told basically kill off your 80,000 chickens because the processing plant couldn't take them and that was his whole livelihood and so we worked with a local beef farmer to have those shipped in from 90 minutes away and ended up distributing I think it was like 31,000 eggs last weekend so it's been really cool to be part of the community and just finding ways to help that are maybe outside of what our normal business looks like. and it's opened up so many opportunities for ways that we can move forward uh for what that possible new normal looks like
0: yeah i think we're all going to struggle with that new normal and what looks yeah. like for lots of people uh one of the things i wanted to i, I find your story to be amazing and i think we hear of so many negative things going on in the world right now and um you've certainly found a way to make it a positive in your life, this whole COVID-19. And I wondered how it is that you use technology to coordinate maybe some of your tasks, or maybe you've thought of different ways that you hadn't thought of pre-COVID for your technology and how that integrates into your um, whole mission in the way you create your business, have created your business.
1: We, so one of the first things we did was go onto our website, uh, that's www.taskristie.com. And so we had implemented a um, a light bar that popped up as soon as you went into the website that said, hey, due to the COVID situation, here is uh, some revised pricing. or Here's our revised structure. Uh, because ethically, it didn't feel right. Having the company charge the normal rates when paying per hour doesn't fit when you're standing 20 minutes outside of a grocery store waiting to get in. And you haven't even started that shopping process. And so if you're just trying to simply protect the community, it doesn't make sense to tell them now you have to pay for the time I or wait in line for possibly even an hour. Who knows how long to get through the grocery store because of the arrows and all of the safety precautions. And then the extra time to get back to their house, that that was a large window of time just for groceries. And I just ethically didn't feel right with that. So, we said, you know, we're going to change up our pricing structure simply for the uh, deliveries and grocery runs and that type of thing. Uh, so, we were able to use the website to be a big piece of that. Um, and then just using social media for Facebook and Instagram to be able to get that message out, but also let people know that our company is alive and well. We're here to help. Uh, so, that was the social media was a big part of it. Obviously, emailing our clients back and forth, texting with our clients back and forth just to check on them and make sure they were okay, uh, using different Google documents to be able to coordinate some of the mask making efforts or the egg deliveries, that those were all done through Google Docs uh, so that multiple people could access them and sign in and be able to see those changes live. Uh, that that was a big part of it. And then just doing a lot of things through Zoom and GoToMeeting and um, uh, go to Microsoft Teams, uh, some of these different programs that uh, they seem to have popped onto our radar that weren't there pre-COVID. But then taking some of the downtime in between all of the rest to be able to use some of the other software that we weren't necessarily using that we wanted to, but didn't have time for before. So being able to implement Zoho to get our CRM system up and running, being able to put in, uh, we had Asana, but we weren't fully using it. So being able to get our Asana uh, processes up and projects set and use those pieces. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. Beyond that, it's just been a lot of the QuickBooks online that we were already using. So being able to work with our accountant a little more seamlessly uh, because we don't have to worry about having them come over to reconcile. They can just do everything remotely. Uh, yeah, it's most of what we do now has been so much online and technology-based.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it. One of the things that I wanted to just go double back with you a little bit. Zoho Is a CRM uh, product. Most of people who listen don't necessarily know what CRM means, so maybe want to just mention what that is and uh, what. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's a. So there's a lot of different programs out there you can use to track your clients and any leads and any prospective clients. Really, just any contacts and resources that you have. Uh, So we use Zoho that allows us to be able to. We categorize the different groups of people and tell what phase of our company they're in, whether it's pre, uh, pre-scheduling, whether that's contracted, whether it's they've used our services, but maybe they don't use them currently, uh, and being able to see where they fall at, but also give us the reminders of, hey, you need to call this person at this time and track their information and be able to uh, put our contracts into that system so we can just click on that person's name to have their contract, have all their client, all their contact information, and when we contacted them, what those contacts were about, uh, as well as any resources we have that, we have a whole file in there of just resources and referrals to be able to keep it all organized. Cause it's really hard to track in Excel anymore, the bigger we've gotten. So mm-hmm. we needed something that was a little more comprehensive.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you've done your homework. You're kind of like the HR person for an individual person. You know what I mean? Like. The HR resource for an individual.
1: Very much that? so. It's, and it's, is great for what our company does, but there are so many other great products out there for other industries. Uh, that There's even other concierges that use other programs. It's just a matter of finding the one that's right for your industry and for your company and the way that you function. And so it's just, it's a good fit for us. But like I said, there's others out there that are really, really good.
0: Yeah, there really are a lot. There's a lot of great, um, and well, what people don't understand is a lot of free software out there right now also. So if you're just starting out in your business and you really, it's just you, mm-hmm. you really can do an awful lot of things for free.
1: Honestly, Asana is the best free software I have that I swear by it. Their free version is incredible for being able to lay out my standard operating procedures and label everything as far as what each step is, assigning those out to people, having deadlines that I can put into them just to make sure everything gets done, but also having my own little calendar of to-do lists in there that I can shift around or check them off. It, Asana is fantastic. That's I highly recommend it.
0: Yeah, if you're a new small business person, there's a lot of great things available. Thank you, that's a really good tip for, for people who are just getting started so what is what are the, some of the um, real cons in the change in your shift f- from being the person that you would really hold someone's hand through a task versus now you can't touch them how would you say is really really your like big pivot right
1: now the biggest part has been that i i can't get to my clients most of my clients, except for maybe, I think pre-COVID I had about thirty-six clients, thirty-seven clients, and all but two of them were ones that I was either in their home or in their office. And so now, biggest con is I don't have my people. You know, I miss the dogs that I would bonded with to be able to spend time with them every week. I miss the the people that, even though I was in their homes most of the time, they weren't there. But being able to leave them a little note being able to have a little surprise waiting for them when they get home. I can't do that right now. So I've just been having to pivot that a little bit. And once every couple weeks, I show up at their doorstep with some flowers or with a little note or a box of cookies or, and just leaving them a little doorstop love. And that seems to help Uh, at least on my end, it kind of fulfills that need of taking care of everyone and being able to feel connected. Uh, but then just doing what I can to be able to stay in touch with them over text because I miss my people.
0: That's a great, great, great way to deal with mm-hmm. just staying in touch, just know, them knowing that somebody cares. I think that's that's awesome. So if um, I was a new client, what would be the couple of things that you would need from me? And what's the best way to contact you?
1: Yeah, uh, so it's has we've brought on, gosh, uh, eight new clients since COVID hit which has been kind of cool that that's even a possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, that when someone reaches out saying that they need help, uh, a lot of what we're getting right now are more virtual needs or someone to just give people direction. One of the things we're really skilled at is being able to look at a goal or a project or a problem and reverse engineer that so that we can lay out those steps and what has to happen, what are the deadlines. If you're not that expert, who is that expert that we can connect you with What's the budget to go with that to make sure that everything stays on track to get done uh, and solve some of that stressful piece? Because really your biggest stress comes from the bigger picture. And when you break it down step by step, it's not as bad because it's manageable. And so we've been getting a good number of calls for people that just need us to walk them through life. And so uh, basically when someone contacts us, we say, great, let's, uh, I'll send you off a a link to be able to meet with us virtually. So we send them a Zoom account or a Zoom link, uh, meet with them for you know, 15 minutes, a half hour, depending on what the need is. And then uh, it's a free consultation. And then if they decide that they want to use our services, email them a, uh, a link for sign now to have an electronic contract signed so that they can just go through the prompts, send that back to us. And we set up a meeting date to be able to start uh, sometimes that's them walking around with their phone to show us what their clutter looks like and giving them some ideas on how they can get that, uh, get that space organized or maybe use it differently. For some people, it's that they need someone just to take care of the ghostwriting piece and the marketing pieces. Uh, for some people, it's saying, you know, I need help with my website or whatever their side of it is. And so we can do that either face-to-face through Zoom uh, for some people, we've even gone out and just had uh, parking lot meetings. Mm. We can't be within six feet of them, but we can certainly do drive through coffee and meet at the school parking lot and sit two parking spaces away, stare at a green grass field, get fresh air, and be able to talk to them in person, but just not be able to hug them.
0: Right, that's a great way to deal with it. Uh, my big problem when I'm, because uh, I'm all about being in their home and understanding their equipment. I can't do that. But I am doing a lot of virtual things. So, I am able to get into your computer and I am able to understand what some of the problems are, but my my big problem is that I don't always have a camera. So, I don't have a window into their home. Yes. But we're discovering all kinds of cameras that people didn't even know they had or had forgotten about. For example, the uh, the uh, laptop with the tape over the camera. I uh, was freaking out about it and now oh Let me just take that tape off. And we now have a new window. And we get to know each other that way too. And I think we're dismissing some of the positives about being on social media or the camera effect. But lots of times that's positive because you've gone into someone's home that wouldn't be available to you otherwise.
1: Well, and I think people's time availability is different now. That people typically are very, very busy, partly because of the schedule, but partly because of their commute. And now you don't have that commute time, so you've gained back an hour of your day or 40 minutes of your day that now you can use for yourself or something else that you wanted to get done. You don't have the extra time to maybe spend getting your hair and makeup done every morning, but now you can just sit on a call and someone and maybe look a little more natural, but at the same time, have that time that you didn't have before. And honestly, one of the best pieces uh, that or one of the best things I had done when COVID first started is I went onto to Amazon and ordered a phone stand and ring light
0: <laughs> because
1: I knew there was going to be a lot of uh, a lot of calls virtually, mm-hmm. and it has served me so well because it allows me to just take my cell phone, prop it up in the little clipper, and I have the light there. It's I don't have to worry about what the weather's doing and what my lights inside the house are doing. And it's been great as far as just being able to have a solid contact, because and I I don't function as well whenever I'm using my laptop computer or my laptop camera, just because then I feel like I'm constantly looking down and trying to type, but my hands are in the way. It's been great having the extra flexibility that goes with that.
0: I think p- people don't realize that their best microphone and their best camera are right on their cell phones for the most part.
1: Absolutely, because technology's made it that way. They, yep. Our computers are so outdated the phones have the best equipment that you're going to have
0: yeah, yeah. just just uh, having fun with it that's the best thing uh, christy thank you so much for being part of this i really enjoyed uh, speaking with you so again um you want to give your your website and your phone number perhaps and uh, how people can get in touch with you as you are the resource person for so many other possibilities if Christy and I have a nice relationship, if I have, she has a client that she knows needs a little more technology and vice versa, I know people who need tasks done, I call her. So maybe you want to just give that information again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that reminds me, I do have one I need to get with you after we're done here because uh, I have one I picked up yesterday. So I okay. need your help. <laughs> uh, so my website is uh, www.taskchristy.com. That's T-A-S-K-R-I-S-T-I. And my phone number is 717-433-5757.
0: Great. Thank you so much for doing this. And I'm sure a lot of people will be in contact with you as the tasks continue to grow. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank
0: you for turning on Senior Tech Tutors, the podcast. Don't forget... I have a two-minute tip every Tuesday on Facebook or tune into my YouTube channel where you can view all of the two-minute tips. Thanks for listening and remember, you don't have to be a senior to call me. Have a great day.